Hi, this is Sanford Green, artist on Runaways, and you're listening to 11 O'Clock Comics. Serious Serious. Six from. Seeing images from the new Rook. All glacies be drawn the new Rook. The in- uh, latest incarnation of my, one of my favorite heroes from Fury, Warren Publications. I do not like what I see. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah. 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 You were working on Galatian, you I remember. Yeah. Years ago. Probably. Probably. I wouldn't. Somebody got, somebody got off that shit. It wasn't something. Yeah, but because I would I. Yeah. I was really cool. No, we were, we were cool about. Well, yeah, but, uh, but we've also said shit about LaRocca. I said something about his hand being run away. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it was. It was some fucked up shit. <laughs> that is fucked up. <laughs> Snorting and giggling. And... Oh, shit. It's been a long, long, long week. It really has. Since we last recorded. Yeah. I am glad for this. A long weekend a day. I needed this. I may turn away a couple of people on this show. Oh, never nice. know. Yeah. I'm in a mood. Ooh. Yep. I like it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right, because uh, I forgot about our horror talk. Yeah. 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 To get out of the way. I, you know, I'm just going to, without spoiling anything, I love the back matter. Fuck them. I don't care. Oh, back matter is absolutely I necessary. Love, this. We were uh, just talking about Providence. Oh, okay. And the, uh, the, uh, cop, the commonplace book in the back that, uh, uh, Robert, yes, he, he details his, uh, Day-to-day activities. I think it's absolutely essential yes, it to the book. Um, but can we? Are we going to be talking some TV? Because I got caught up on everything. Uh, I'm caught up on. I'm caught up on The Walking Dead. I'm caught up on The Flash. I'm talking about good TV. Yes, yeah, so was I. Wow. Like Walking Dead, Strain. Y'all caught up on that? I have Strain. Been. Yes. Okay, so we're two for two, and we all saw the ending of Fear, right? Yeah. No. Okay, good. You didn't? You didn't watch Fear of the Walking Dead, the end of it? No, I'm, uh, I have two episodes to go. Oh, well, then all right. How about, um, are you caught up on Walking Dead? How many episodes have come out? Two. two. I have watched neither. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Jason, Jason, you're lucky you're pretty. Listen, guys, uh, you know, I got... No, no, no. Uh, Damn. It's football season, gentlemen. Yeah, that is true. There's football to watch. It's DCBS season. It is. This is 11 <laughs> o'clock. I don't season. know why I said that. It didn't even make any sense. It's 11 o'clock comics, episode 391, and I'm Vince B. You are Vince B, and I am, man, it has been so long since I heard all y'all voices. I'm David A. Price. Yes, you are. And I am proud to be the representative of one of the best organizations in the world. I am John Porter, your vice president of sales for damage control. Can you afford damage control? Of course you can. As a savvy New Yorker, you may already have extraordinary activity assurance, or as is more commonly known, 
superhero insurance to cover the cost of our services, and even if you're not covered, we'll be happy to show you how to apply for funds from New York City's unique federal disaster area stipend. Our helpful staff is waiting to serve you. Call now, 1-800-555-MEND. Remember, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But if it is, call us. That's awesome. I have those, actually, and I bought them not because of the story, but because Ernie Cologne yep. did the art. Ernie Cologne so did That's why, why I bought them. Yes. Yeah. And I got them for, like, cheap. Yeah. Oh, you could get them for cheap. Yeah, but I think one of them is going for like twenty bucks now. Why? The first, the first, because it's been optioned. No, okay. no, no, no. But I think there was something else that it was uh, the the not a character appearance, but yeah, but but I, yes, it was it was the first time I think I saw Ernie's art in a Marvel book. Um, because you know, mm-hmm. it was yeah, the Cosmic Boy miniseries and 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 Amethyst, and he was just a DC guy to me. Um, but also by Dwayne McDuffie. Right, exactly, Dwayne McDuffie. But I I bought the Amethyst um showcase, the big ass collection of all the the various Amethyst miniseries. I think there was two, maybe three. And I didn't get to read that yet. Huh. It looks good in black and white. No, his his uh, his line really does look good in black and white. Yep. Yep. Um but no, you're not damage control. You're Jason Wood. And if you'd like to do a little bit of damage control on your pocketbook, your wallet, the pocketbook if you're a woman, a wallet if you're a man. Or a purse uh, if you're and a purse. metro. Yeah, purse. Head on over to Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com, and you will reap the rewards of rock bottom discounts on your favorite funny books and collectibles. Um, from Creature, we have Burnt Comics number one. This is a four-issue miniseries. Uh, writer, artist, and cover is Jairo Latigua. Regular price is $3.99. Your price is $2.19. That's 45% off. From DC, we have been harping nonstop about this book pretty much since it started. And for a good reason, it's really fun read by people who really love to make comics, such as Tim Seeley and Tom King. It's Grayson, Volume 1, Agents of Spiral, cover price $14.99. You can put it on your shelf for $7.49. That's crazy. Do the math. 50% off. And another fine comic book craftsman, Mr. Mark Lamming, did the Planet Hulk uh, trade paperback War Zones with Sam Humphreys. And Mike Del Mundo did the covers, and it's gorgeous. And the cover price is $17.99. What? What? Your price, $8.99. That's 50% off. You get Planet Hulk 1 to 5, all wrapped up and easy to read in one spot with a spine. What more do you need? Go there. DCBService.com. They're the best. That's all I got. Mm -hmm. So, drink roll call. I'm feeling better, by the way. Good. You sound better. Yes. I'm feeling a little bit better. Still got a little bit of the bass. Uh, cause I'm all about the base. No trouble. But, <laughs> nah, she's so cute. Uh, she is. With that one song when she says, uh, uh hold the door from me and you'll get some kisses. <laughs> she's so cute. You're so cute. Yeah, Megan, what's her Megan name? Trainer. Megan Trainer. Trainer, yes, yes, I like her a lot. But anyway, no, um, let's do the drink thing. Well, what is your drink thing? I am drinking. I know. The best. Java brew in the entire in the Bonneville, world. Yeah, household at the moment, yeah. 
No, in the entire world, nah, nah, the best fucking... the best coffee available to man. Yeah, an Irish coffee, come, maybe comes from McDonald's, and that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> McDonald's Ooh, coffee. McDonald's. I love this stuff. I, I love it. They have the, the golden arches. They have the golden arches. Mm. What do you think, Jason? Rung it. Yeah, she did. Uh, I am. Uh, I'm uh, going old school tonight. I am uh, sitting here with an ice cold can of America's own 1829 Yingling oh, Light nice. Lager. Oh no, not the yeah, light. The really? Light. Uh, I can't have that. Gotta it have doesn't taste like anything. Oh, it's it's good. No, it's not. I I this is one time I will part ways with you. <laughs> it sounds much better than it tastes. That's that sounds like a Cleveland steamer. <laughs> you would know what a Cleveland steamer sounds like. Whoa. Woo. The um well I see, now I should've I should have brought a can upstairs. I we were um we we were shopping the night and and Renee, for whatever, since, 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 cracked himself up. He did. No, you He's did. Um, we've been, uh, the, the, the new Starbucks that opened up nearby, they have, um, nude they, Starbucks. Yeah, we have a new, there's a new one in the air, so we're not moving now. The, uh, there's a, um, but they have little, you know, the, the, the water, so we're, you know, Jason got, grabbed his San Pellegrino every morning during New York Comic Con. Um, they also have like the, the blood orange, version of it so renee's been drinking that she's been loving it so she's been looking for it and we stopped at a supermarket tonight and they had cans but they also had cans of and jason will know jason will see this picture tomorrow because i posted it today it's a um it's a can well i bought a six pack of the orange san pellegrino that we had at hero boy oh hmm. your comment i thought you still living long in in this house i thought you said it was a little too sweet no, I liked it. Or was it Jason that said it was a little too sweet? Oh, two cans. I don't think he said it. Was oh sweet. yeah, no, I, no, I, I thought it was too sweet. Oh, okay, I liked it. Too much juice in it. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, it, it definitely reminded me of Sunkiss, but yeah, I, I, I it, it, yes, I think it, if, it, it if, if I more... diluted it with some straight up seltzer, I would love it. Okay, it, there, it, there is more orange in that than there is in like the the White Rock Mandarin, but yeah, yeah. So there, but no, I am. Um, since everybody was having a party, I decided to. Uh, I cracked open a bottle that I've had in the cabinet for months, and uh, we haven't made a liquor store lately. So this is uh, this is one of uh, Vince's favorite artists. Um, it is wow. the Dreaming Tree Crush Red Wine from the North Coast uh, from uh, Dave Matthews. Nice. Oh. <laughs> And by favorite, you mean, you mean least favorite. <laughs> Under the table and sleeping. Stop it. Oh, that's messed up. <laughs> Upside the head. Don't be messing with man Dave. I'm sorry. It's so long. But anyway. Anyway. Yeah. 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 Let's talk about the comics. You know, Cause we got lots of them. You cry. Do got lots of them. Well, I say one thing about Dave Matthews and the party comes to an end. Well, I mean, that's serious. Kind of oh, I mean, considering, considering all that, oh, well, you know, no, no, in St. Clown Posse and One Hit Wonders, they got, they, they got that other song too. It's like, come on, dude, really? They got a bunch, right. of, they got a bunch of fine, fine, fine tracks. Thank you for making my point. 
It's all over. Come on. Mm -hmm. That's a classic. You're like a scientist. You're pissing me off. All right. I'm going to jump. I'll jump right in with the book about the. Oh, wait. I got to thank you. I got to thank you. (laughs) Magnet. How the fuck do they work? (laughs) How do they work? Uh, It's a miracle. miracle. That's all it is. It's a miracle. This is a wacky ass episode, man. David is ruined. He's ruined for the rest of the show now. But Jason, what were you going to say, buddy? I have a thank you. Awesome. Let's hear it. I received uh, book one, mm. an existential examination in 43 parts oh, of Sad Man by Mr. Dave one. Jordan. Yes. No way. Yes. Nice. And he has a nice note in it, which oh. uh, says, hey, Jason, I just realized that I sent the previous packages to Kinelon, New York, because that's the address Dad gave me. No. If they still made it there, that's great. But please let me know if they didn't, and I will send out replacement copies right away. I am going back through my messages now. There ain't no way. That's one thing about Dap. He very, very infrequently makes mistakes. I would not lay money on Dap making a mistake. I agree. But either way, very cool of Dave to send this along. Um, Absolutely. So I don't know if you guys already received it or what have you, but... But uh, it's pretty freaking cool. So it's, uh, yeah, and I saw the the Facebook with the box opened yeah. up and all the the spines. It looked awesome. Yes, I can't can't wait for that. And it's day. it's personalized too. I am I have owned the first printing of the book. I have copy eleven out of one hundred. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. No. He uh, when 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 the package arrived, he um, and he he posted it on Facebook and and I know Stephen Water who is who goes above and beyond. Yeah, for everyone. For everyone. He, for he everyone. Like, People on other planets. He was just like, so I've been, I've been checking the Etsy store. Where the hell is it? And he's like, dude, the box just arrived. I got to <laughs> And he's like, all right, all right, you know, just I'm waiting. So, um, so I know Stephen <laughs> was one of the first people to buy the thing. But uh, when Dave posted really? pictures of of the um, of the spines that he was all excited about, uh, I, I said, just make sure one of those 100 are, are on the side for me because um, I'll be. Uh, I'll be sending you my money later this week, and and it mine should be he he put it in the mail earlier in the week, and it's um I didn't I didn't get it today, so I'll, I'll probably have it tomorrow. I can't wait to, to to actually read the um the 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 hard copy version of it. It's it's a great web strip. It, it's funny as hell. Yeah, kudos. It's uh yeah it's 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 uh Dave's basically um not quite daily strips. I think he said it took him eight eight months to to uh do this which is i think there's 40 i guess by the time there's 43 strips um but uh yeah like i just i just got it and opened it so i haven't had a chance to read it but looking through it it looks a lot of fun and he makes a point in the intro to say that like you know you can kind of see because over the eight months his work progressed he definitely can like if you look at the first yeah. page i mean it's cool um but you know but but it's amazing how in eight months how uh how much tighter his stuff uh looks at the end there so yeah very cool okay i'm looking forward to reading it thanks a lot buddy yeah so there you go. That's awesome. Yeah, we should count our blessings for people like like him and Stephen Wooder. It's true. They they just make things um, even more awesome. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I I, sh- I should shout out. You can get this book or see his other stuff at uh, Dave Jordan, like Michael Jordan. So DaveJordanArt.com. When he nice. is on the Twitters as uh, that Dave Jordan, T H A T Dave Jordan. So yeah. Okay. All right. Let's talk about some comics. Let's talk about comics, baby. I would like to talk about one in particular. This is a carryover from last week. Carry on my way, what's up? <sighs> it's like a 
walking jukebox. Uh, and uh, David read it. I don't know if Jason did, but um, the 31-page main story, and that's where my bone of contention uh, yes. begins and ends. Uh, the 31-page main story was written by the great Dan Slott and pencils by Giuseppe Camoncoli, inks, inks by Cam Smith, and uh, Marty Gracia did the color art. I am, of course, talking about Amazing Spider-Man number one. Um, but there's a lot more to this issue than the 31-page main story, and that's where it gets a little sticky for me. But let's let's talk about the, the initial story. Okay. I, I read this last week. I still don't know if I like it. I like it. I, well, I, okay, I, all right. Uh, I, I'm not sure I'm down with the status quo of Peter Parker yeah, being yeah, there's, a, a Bush League Tony Stark. That's, that's, that's basically what he is. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's tough to take, um, in, in that, looking at it that way. It, I mean, this is, if, if this is the new, Status quo. If we're not going back to, I mean, I, well, no, we we do have. There is a foundation here. This is still the same Peter Parker we've been reading all these years. Sure. Um. So there's there's, there's no reboot because you know it's it, it, Uncle Ben was still in his life. You know, Prowler, of course, is referenced. So there's there's, there's a lot. You you there's history on these pages, even though it's the first issue mm-hmm. and it's it's the, it's the beginning of a new new era. I right? thought the Hopi thing was cool. I do too. And and yeah. I mean, I don't. There's, I think there's more that I like than I dislike. I mean, it's still, it's, it's, well, I mean, the analogy is usually with pizza, but I mean, even like, you know, it's, it's, it's with sex, if, even bad sex, it's still Spider-Man story. So there's still, just still <laughs> that, but it's, it's, I don't know because it's Spider-Man, I, I'm going to be waiting for the other shoe to drop. Exactly. And, and, I, and I'm thinking that from the very beginning, when he's got the uh, the webware yep. uh, thing, and uh, he's, he's got providing like 47 buildings with his name yes. on it all over the world, and and he's he's thwarting bad guys who steal servers. But at the mean at at, the, at another time, he has henchmen in the Spidey costume that are doing the thing for him, and everything's working out. Um, and he even saved one of the Zodiac guys has the, the, did the, um, I think it's Leo, right? Had mm-hmm. the, the fake tooth and he bites yeah. down on it in order to secure his secrets. But Peter won't even let that guy die. He dies. He, fi- he figured out a, a, uh, an antigen for this, this deadly, you know, I'm going to, you know, uh, suicide drug. So right. it, everything, it's too perfect. It's going to end badly. Right? I, I'm thinking slot is only building up. Peter in order to tear him down. Someone's going to swindle money from the Uncle Ben Foundation because, I mean, how that's got to it's it's a foundation named after the person that made him who he is. And and that that even even that I mean, as as great as that is and, and, and it's a worthwhile venture, that's just with the Parker luck and with the way things go for this guy, it's. It's it, it's going to crumble, and I don't. Right. I'm not. I'm not wishing for that, but just based on past performances. I mean, I just I'm going by history. Yeah, and I never liked Horizon in 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 the previous in, in the in the 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 Doc Ock led Spider Man. I thought, and it's and it goes back to Bendis. 
putting Peter in the Avengers. When Peter got above the second floor in the building, that's when it just didn't seem there right to me. Yeah, yeah. You know, Peter in a skyscraper, no. He's 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 a man of the he's a hero of the people. I don't want him up there with Tony mm-hmm. and 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 Steve. Get him out of the Avengers. It just seems wrong. But how about that last page? Dude, I I know Did I tell that. You? <laughs> I, I I did I didn't I'm hedging my I'm I'm making it seem like I guess something that I didn't really because I said that slot has had a plan for absolutely the robot not, butler from day one. But you're, not, but you're not going to first of all the way I thought that's how Peter was going to the way that. the way Doc Ock right but the way the way Doc Ock took over <laughs> I mean that that's not going to go away but you cannot have the one person who defeated you know I mean he's like the deacon from the cult he's the one guy who beat this dude. You're not just going to have him go away and, and, and will himself into the sunset. There's, there's, mm-hmm. he's, you cannot have, uh, oh, Green Goblin's the best nemesis, but it's, it, you, it's Dr. Octopus now and, and you can't just have him go away. So, so. I don't think he's going to be a threat. I really don't. I think he's going to find a way not to. Not until something happens to Anna Maria. Right, right. I, I think he's going to find a way to divest himself from that robot. She's somehow going to enter the picture and she's going to turn him around because he loves her. He'd do anything for her. The dude was in another friggin' time zone, uh, uh not time zone, another uh, era with her on his wrist just for mm-hmm. to, to placate him. I mean, he loves this woman. Nah. The, but anyway. The, the, um, and his, his association with um, his being Spider-Man's Peter Parker's association which Shield didn't really feel all that right. That, that, that was a Marvel team up thing. That was not. I don't. I, I, he's Spider-Man for me is best swinging around skyscrapers and and just and and overcoming the odds. He's now at all the odds are overcome. Now he's just got to worry about who's stealing servers and and how to stop them. And it's yeah, it's just that's not. It, it, it's and, it's and, red and blue Superman. It's not that that's not the character that I'm I'm I don't have the con- I don't want to say I don't have the connection with that character anymore. But it's it's just it's not it's going to take some getting used to. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and the thing that bothered me was the uh, the zap from the electromagnetic. Web. Oh, you know, now they, he's they Batman the animated aw- series. He's got a fucking no, really, they must, suit. He's got a water. Suit. They must be suit. awesome servers to withstand that kind of. EMP and not fry all the data on those servers. But that's all I'm uh, saying. Can I be a devil's advocate here having not read it yet? What? Well, I hear everything you're saying and it, and I, I get it, especially because it's a character you guys really, really love. But um, like, doesn't it somewhat fly in the face of like a fairly constant criticism that nothing ever really changes? It changes. You don't have to change Spider-Man. He was perfect from day one. <laughs> Therefore... Well, changes unnecessary. Okay, but okay, but but for the most part, you're. I I think we've all uttered the idea that like Marvel and DC have every few years promised major changes, and we never really get them. Right. right. I, I think I could go back and make a lot of uh, episodes where you, in particular, Vince, uh, made fun of DC after the New Fifty Two and how nothing really changed. Exactly. Exactly. So right. what I'm saying is, See, like, it kind of seems unfair to like. Have it 
both you can't have it both ways. It, no, 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 it's not unfair because Peter's the exception to my rule. If Marvel took Peter and his whole universe and did nothing but make <clears throat> Spider-Man comics circa 75 76 around there like that type of spider-man ground uh, i would be more than happy you can make those those types of spider books till the end of time i do i wouldn't even care if they changed keep it the same way it is because spider-man to me is perfect well but you you really enjoyed superior spider-man i did and it's fun to have a little switch up yeah but you you'd be nuts to think that peter's not going to come back but that's what i'm saying right is that is that how is this any different than franklin castle or or uh, when you know Dick became Batman, or it's just it, it, it like it's 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 going to come back. I mean, it is, but this it just seems disingenuous to me. Mm-hmm. This does not seem like Peter Parker. I think what, but the the two examples you just mentioned, Jason, they happened during the title's run. This is this is a new, brand new, starting over sort of first issue. Um, which is the new thing, you know, hey, it's, it's, it's a new story arc. Let's do a new number one. But, um, Frankencastle happened during the, the Remender's Punisher run. And then that's, that's towards the end of it. And then, um, I thought that was awesome. Uh, yes. And, and, it, but I mean, yeah, no, I, I, yes, there should be, I, I, I appreciate growth. You know, I don't want, I don't want Peter to still be the same 28 year old dude that he was in the eighties when he was doing his thing. And it, it's, it's plus with the growth, you're, you're, you're using that, that character's history uh, to your advantage. The, um, there are just some aspects, especially in the second issue with, with, I mean, for, in the first issue, we have the, the, the new spider mobile and the second one. Now he's got a, um, a, a hydroplane. It's, it, it really does feel like a toy tie in from a cartoon. Everything yeah, is, it, is a gadget. Right. And it's more exciting when he doesn't have the resources and he still he has to, the because guy. he's a smart dude. He's one of the smartest right. dudes in the Marvel universe. I need right. to, over, I need but, to figure out how to beat this guy. Now it's yes. just like, well, I'll just change this web cartridge. And now it's, I mean, it's like he's yawning and, and he's, oh, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to handle this. And he doesn't, he's ready to take on Galactus now instead of just, you know, five guys robbing a bank. Which is why I think that slot has something really big planned for him. He's going to bring him down hard. He, Peter Parker does not succeed. That's the character. He gets by, but he doesn't succeed. Right. So it, it's coming. When I don't know, but no, I'm, I, I'm I enjoyed the ride. I, I didn't love it, I, but I, I enjoyed it because there is no such thing as a bad Spider-Man book, right? right. You said it yourself. Yes, I did. It's, you know. But this is where um, my love affair with this issue begins and ends. With all this, well, you have. Um, Peter David and Robbie Thompson and Dennis Hopeless and Mike Costa doing uh, Dan Slott and Christos Gage doing stuff in the back pages. There's like maybe four to six page stories. You have uh, Spidey 2099. You have Silk, um, Spider-Woman. Who else is in here? Uh, Spider-Verse. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Web Warriors. Then you have um, another uh, promo for Amazing. Now, I was talking to David before and I said, if this stuff appears in the first issues of all the books that these, that they're promoting here, I'm going to call file, foul because you're paying for advertising. This issue was eight bucks and you got a 31 page news story, Amazing Spider-Man. That's awesome. 
and the rest of it, if they oh, so are it was all previews of the other books, I don't think yes. so. I think I oh, think okay. I think just like no, I think just like Uncanny Event, just like um, Avengers Zero, where it was a setup. I think that's what it, I don't think you're going to see these first four pages of Silk in the first think. issue of Silk. I hope not, and that's that would be the saving grace. If you do not see this stuff in the books that they're highlighting here, then great, you're not paying for advertising. If these pages do appear, that's a huge follow with me, because you're essentially paying for 60 pages of advertising. This is a 96-page issue, right? Right. So to, just to be clear, uh, and I don't know if this is gospel, but I'm reading on uh, one of the sites that shall not be named. Um, that uh, there are five backup stories that they're meant to serve as previewed, like zero issues for the first right. Issues. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I don't think these pages are going to be replicated in the first issues of these books. I don't think so. Uh, good, good. All right, but and then they okay. Do, uh, sorry, they they do four color. Oh, all right. Um, but uh, still, this is a pretty hefty issue. Eight bucks. That is kind of hefty. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. So. You could, we could add a fifth color Pantone, but it'll significantly raise the costs. I, I, yeah, I, I assumed that. Okay. So it's CYMK. Yes. yes. Okay. Nice. Well, so you need to know this. He's asking me. That's why I'm right. No, hey. Yeah. Um, I was not thrilled with the cover. The Alex Ross cover. No, the cover's lame. Um, it, even the composition is nasty. It, yeah, it, it's listless. It's just whatever. It's not. A, it's, it's not a good look at Spider Man to begin. With. No, like Alex Ross, the, right? Yeah, yeah. The, on the, the, on the regular is, cover, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, it is. Jank. I like I'm looking color. at it right now. Yeah, no, it's, it it's is. But and I mean, it looks more like the Uncle Ben from Spider Verse than anything else. On that, and he's cover. got like a glowing spider. Oh, the, the he's got I, real baggy. His drawers I, are real baggy in the front. I dislike. The new costume. Furiosa as MJ. I dislike the, the costume completely with the, with the glowing spider emblem and, and it, it, it's, it's a little bit like Superior Spider-Man where the back spider emblem is slightly raised. It's, I just, there it, it was up. nothing wrong with the old one. And, and. No. I, it's, it's kind of silly to, to illuminate the spider when a good part of, you know, Peter's tactics involve stealth. And subterfuge, and you have this neon spider on your chest. It's it's the same thing as the Tron spider costume that we were talking about <laughs> yeah. before. It doesn't make any sense. Whatever silliness, but yeah, even the color palette he used on that uh, cover is just poopy. Mm. I don't get it. You said poopy. Yes. I did. <laughs> but I mean, we've been giving Marvel a you know a free ride for a long, long, long time. It's, I think it's time we call him out on. Once in a while. Well, I, I'll keep it real. I mean, I was saying this to David. Uh, yeah, before he was ready to. Um, listen, I, we had the man on our show. He's one of my favorite writers in comics, but something's amiss with with Hickman right now. I don't know what's going on, but mm. but everything he's supposedly writing isn't coming out. So I can't blame the artist because got too many different artists and too many books. Not you know. Um, I mean, dude, we're we're getting the all new, all different Marvel and. There's been no resolution. Now I know you could say these stories weren't gonna. We, we should have expected a reset after God Doom, but it, it, I, I can't front it. it. Makes me far less interested in seeing the end of, of Battle World, right? I mean, Secret Wars. What's, it's true. It's I true. Mean, we we know now. At least we're getting. Exact, we know that that basically everything does get put back in some form of the way it was. So, right. um, I don't know. There's if there's consequences, we don't know them. But but speaking of art, I I. I don't think it's possible for Assad Ribic to, to do to do bad art, but 
I thought that uh, issue six was a noticeable step down from the prior issues. Like, like, like materially so. And again, I noticed a lot of more airy background. Much, right. Much yeah. like, like JRGR, it's not as though there aren't certain panels that are still classic Rubik where you see it and it's just impeccable. But there are a lot of shortcuts around those panels where he's betting you're not going to take as much of a focus. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sue is an abomination in this book. Yeah, she's a little thick. Not just thick, but I mean, plain Jane. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. like very, like. Her face is not attractive at all. Yeah, and, 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 uh, and Valeria's the same thing. Valeria's just like, I don't know, just, so not, not just a little disappointed. I mean, we, Secret War 6 was, was late coming out and I dug the story, don't get me wrong. Um, yeah. But, uh, but, but, you know, it's, it's just, they're losing, losing, losing some of its momentum for sure. Yeah, well, I don't know what kind of contract Hickman has with Marvel, if any. Well, this um, is the end. Right. And, and I don't know, um, how editorial approaches things like this, but if I were in the driver's seat editorially and he slipped up on a book that would cause my entire publishing output to be in jeopardy, I would say, okay, I'm going to give you this amount of time. If you don't produce, I'm going to get somebody to ghostwrite it, keep your name on it, and you're going to have to suffer the consequences. This is an important book. I think he's kind of got him by the short and curlies though, right? I mean, how get somebody else to write the issue and have him like pick up the pieces. If you don't produce on a book that has their entire publishing line hostage, yeah. you, either, you either do it or you don't do it. If you don't do it, I'll get somebody else to do it and, you know, and deal with it. Mm-hmm. Like, why is this guy so special? He's good. Yes, he's very good. But talk about a prima donna. Finish the fucking book. Get it done. What, I mean, maybe if he has health problems, okay, that's very bad. If you, if you have things physically and mentally wrong with you that are not causing you to be able to work, I'm sorry. That, that's a very good reason not to get this stuff done. Right. Anything other than that, get the goddamn book done. Sure. It, and, it's not that hard. Right. And, and we don't want to jump to conclusions because we don't know what's going no, on. No, but, no, no, no. I mean, uh, and in the, in the grand scheme of things, it's only a comic book. But something's right? definitely amiss is my point. Yeah. Right, right. So it's true. It is. It's, it's like, I mean, I dug the last page. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, uh, I, I dug who Mr. Sinister's baby mama is. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I love Sinister. I don't know what it is about. Yeah, no doubt. So, I've so, always loved Sinister. so again, like I grooved on it, but man, I would have been grooving on a lot more two months ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Contingency plans. Look into them. Yeah. But, but that said, I, I do want to give Marvel a little bit of love before we move on to other things. And that's, right, what do you got? that was my, by my intro, which is the, uh, I, I, it's actually Facebook messaged you guys this when I was about to start reading it this past weekend. Yep. I, uh, I received, as I'm sure many people did in their, in their shipments this month, the, the just freshly reproduced collected edition of Damage Control. Oh, nice. The complete collection. And this was a series I'm sure we all read when it was coming out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the, the collection is really everything damage control. It's, um, it's damage control, the original mini one through four, um, then the second mini one through four, then the third mini one through four. Uh, oh, there was three. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. World War Hulk, the after smash. No, and then there's World War Hulk after smash one oh, okay. through three. Right. Uh, then there's Marvel Age annual number four, Marvel <laughs> Comic Presents number 19, and Iron Man annual number 11. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, basically for, for those that don't know, uh, it's written 
exclusively by one of uh, well, one of our our main booze of all time, especially David and I, uh, Mr. Dwayne McDuffie. And uh, and it's as Vince alluded to earlier in the show. It's primarily the, the most of the early stuff is drawn by the the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Ernie Cologne. Uh, and then Kyle Baker and Salva Espin do the later uh, components of the book. Um, it started off in Marvel Age as a little spoof thing, and it was what it was basically asking the question, you know, with with the superheroes essentially tearing apart Manhattan at, at every turn, what happens to all the damaged buildings? And who 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 takes care of that? And sure enough, they came up with this idea of Damage Control Incorporated, which is a company that uh, that uh, is essentially superpower cleanup. They they go in and they rebuild the Empire State Building. They fix roads. They get rid of giant walking robots. They get rid of radioactive damage. They're just they're experts in cleanup. They're like Service Master on steroids. Yeah. And uh, this is essentially a story of of, of that company with uh, mm-hmm. with all the intricacies of any kind of corporate uh, thing. And, and it's it's really it's 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 as much a a, a parable of the time and the 80s big corporate greed era as it is anything else. Um, you know, it's, it's very much an, an adult um, humor book that uh, is wordy, right? It's, it's very wordy. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's for a certain type of reader. I, I think if you're into Mad Magazine, Crack Magazine, that sort of thing, this, this would entertain you. If you're someone who just liked or just prefers straight-up superhero action, this is not for you. Um, but uh, I've always loved McDuffie as a writer, and this is no small part why. And definitely when this was coming out, especially me being at the time a pure Marvel zombie, um, I wasn't reading anything else like this. You know, there, there was nothing else in my stack, my pull list that was that resembled this, you know, um, at the time. It was mostly straightforward superhero stuff. So um, so I always enjoyed this book a lot, and uh, and it just had tons of sight gags and tons of little bits and it was funny. It was well written and funny and well paced. And uh, you know, there's basically a, a gag on every page, essentially. So uh, highly recommend it. Uh, Cologne's art is awesome. Uh, Kyle Baker's art is awesome. Um, Sal Espin's art, you know, a little not not exactly. <laughs> I, I don't think it holds. It's, I don't think it's as. It's just it's a different vibe. It's it's too yeah. it's too traditional. It's too clean. Um, it's not silly. And, and it was from a couple of years ago. Totally. Yeah. So he's, he's gotten a lot better since then. Sure. So, um, but yeah, overall, this is a great walk down memory lane. It, uh, it's a thirty four ninety nine cover price. I think I paid 20 bucks through our friends at DCB service, but, uh, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. Like, you know, again, it's a Galactus 8 apartment building. It's, you know, yeah, it's just, uh, you, you got, you got Uatu narrating certain stuff. You've got, uh, uh, just, it's just funny. I mean, some street level stuff. There's, there's a, a, a component that Kyle Baker draws where there's, uh, this like crazy group of dudes. There's like a, a, a pimp wearing a, uh, a, a blue tie with, with like a naked woman on it. It's just, just funny stuff. I don't know. It's just, it's just very, very clever. Um, the modern stuff, one of the Kyle Baker issues even has, uh, uh, the, the, uh, the original, uh, New Warriors in it, which is, which is funny to see these guys in that setting, but, uh, but yeah, I highly recommend it. Again, if you like comedy books, um, again, not just from not just in stuff like Deadpool, but if you like stuff from the Mad Magazine era or the EC era, then then give this a try. It's uh, it's it's a well put together package of everything that Damage Control's ever been in. So, um, 
it was really fun to to get back because I have all these issues, but they're in long boxes tucked away somewhere, and I you know I I, I don't think I would have had the thought to dig these out anytime soon to reread them. Right. So getting a, a print like this made it fun to just sit down one one day next to the fire and and just read through it in a couple hours. So I don't know if you guys remember, do you guys remember this vividly? Do you remember? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because Spider Man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, flipping, flipping his thumb over his shoulder. First issue, you guys man. Take yeah. care of it. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why I checked out that first issue was. Well, I mean, I'm a huge um, fan of the Marvel Age. So yeah. yes, I didn't, I did notice all that stuff going on there. But the reason why I did buy the first issue was because of Spider Man. I'm about four issues away from a complete run of Marvel Age. Nice. I love that magazine. Yeah, they should do fun. that today. They need to do no, something like that today. This. They get their website, marvel.com. Ah, I know. The hell with I the know, internet. Dude, that's what killed Amazing Heroes, man. Bummed. Those were the days, man. We sound old. Yeah. Um, Nobody liked New Avengers, number one? Uh, I haven't read it. J- you I didn't read I didn't, it? No, I didn't. I started it. I don't know get, if I'm just... get the phone <clears throat> off the desk. Take the phone off. I just, the desk. I don't know if I'm not feeling. Oh, that's me, yeah. sir. Oh. If, uh, yeah. Well, really? <laughs> what? Wow, <laughs> David. <laughs> what? Well, oh, really? Like, <laughs> like we automatically just assume it's that. All right, that's cool. Well, because uh, it's not on a desk; it's on it's on my couch, but it's sitting next to the mic. So, the uh... <laughs> I love the lineup. And that's where David and I part ways. It's sort of, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, for those really of you who don't know, either. no, that's the thing. The the, the lineup uh, for the new Avengers is White Tiger, Wiccan, uh, Power Man, Songbird, Hulkling, and Squirrel Girl with the little squirrel, um, Nutcracker, whatever else. Uh, Tippy Toe. Yeah, I got yeah. I got to say before you get into it, um, I know I should love her because I I love the Great Lakes Avengers and I love Deadpool. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not feeling squirrel girl. <laughs> That's. I think she's fun. She's she adds heart to the book. Like anyway. in small parts when she was the when she was when she was Jessica and Luke's. Oh yeah, she's the nanny. Uh, nanny, and and her and Wolverine had that little moment where they acknowledged that they used to hit it. That was fun. Yeah. But as a centerpiece, like I don't know if you guys tried that Eric Henderson book, but uh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, this is written by Al Ewing, and the art's by uh, Gerardo Sandoval. Who I got that champions from. Yes. Right, and he makes... Which is why I was interested in checking it out. He makes Squirrel Girl's teeth gigantic. She has huge buck teeth in this book. I heard like, I heard all those really... Squirrel Girl um, uber-sensitive uh, uh, folks were like somehow insulted by that. Really yeah. pronounced buck teeth, yeah. And well, I, I mean, it didn't bother me, but I mean, Bobby DeCosta looks like Ace Attorney. What the hell is that? Phoenix, right? Or whatever the hell his name is. Right, he does. He does it's very I mean, anime-ish. I thought, I thought the story was fun, um, but like Doctor Strange said last week about the balance, I think this this issue's seriously out of balance because the story is really compelling. The art, I wasn't really feeling it. It's it's too too uh, manga uh, anime uh, influenced. I just it, it didn't really do anything for me, and I'm it's okay for me to say that, right? Sure. I can say that it it didn't really. I'm not saying it's bad. Of course, Styli- stylistically, it didn't really um, win me over. And there's so many things that are that are fun. You got the pod character, uh, one of Ex Nihilo's. Uh, leftovers 
um, these the the villains are really cool. The, the people are being turned into like these crystal uh, creatures with the actual float like crystal heads. So I mean, visually it's cool, but I don't know. I just was not feeling the art. Whatever. That's not a ringing endorsement of this book. No, and and I. I flipped through the first couple of pages because I did read Avenger Zero. And Avenger Zero is, I like the narration of it. it it's, it's set up by, um, by Nighthawk and, and the, um, and basically just breaking down, um, all of the upcoming plethora of Avengers books that are hitting the stands, whether it's Uncanny or New or A-Force or Anything. Jason was right on the money, though, with with his uh, Roberto de Costa. He said they're making him a player. This is going back like yeah. last well, year. The, no, well, it's going yeah. back to um, uh, uh, the other Avengers book, the um, the one that Hickman started and then Spencer was writing. And um, but yeah, with the whole Avengers world, or Avengers world, it? yes, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it did also play into um, the the. The other Hickman written Avengers books, but it, it, that's, that's primarily where, um, they were trying to get the, uh, the footing one where they introduced AIM and everything else as far as being part of it. But, um, and again, though, that's something pre secret wars. So it's still, it's still continuing, uh, the foundation that, that Hickman pretty much laid, but I, it, it's it's weird. I don't know why I treat the Avengers differently. I I thought, I mean, I wasn't in love with the Legion of Substitute Heroes, but I thought it was cute at the time. I love the Boaha Justice League. I love Justice League Antarctica. I anytime DC did that with, I mean, because it, it also started with the, the Detroit era, and that's when you kind of knew without the Big Seven. That they're really not being all that serious anymore. Now, oh, okay, Aquaman's the leader of the team. Okay, so now, now we know we're really not all that. So then you, <laughs> Will Piper just said, "What's wrong with there's that?" There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. But it basically, I mean, and then you have him in Detroit. It's like I'm not going to be anywhere near a huge body of water. But hey, here's Detroit. Right. So, um, but don't forget, two of these characters did come from a team with Avengers in the name. Yeah, and you have Wiccan, and you, and you have, and I, I know, I know, but. It's, it doesn't, I, I get, like West Coast Avengers I get because it was Hawkeye and Iron Man and Wonder Man. And then, okay, this Mockingbird, you know, so they, 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 they threw the other characters in there. There's, there's usually a reason, like the reason the Justice League couldn't, you needed a founding member to disband the league. And, and even if Superman, Batman and Wonder Woman aren't in it, there's still Aquaman there. And, and, uh, so, He's going to continue the Justice League. It, it, uh, new Avengers. Nobody has just, to feed the fish. Well, it's just, yeah, it's deal. So it's just, it's, it's something about, it, it's not just the art. I don't know. I, I, I will read the issue. I read the zero issue. So I got a couple of pages and, and got a feel for, you know, what they're probably going for. Uh, I will read the first issue. I have the first issue. I'll read it. Uh, it, it's just not. It's fun. Um, which is, but there's just so many, but then you look at Uncanny Avengers and Deadpool and Spider-Man are, are on the cover and it's like, where, I, I'm not, 
if if I'm a purist, Spider-Man should be nowhere no, near. No, but they need to show Wolverine, and and it's just or, right. or Daredevil, or you know, and and it's Doctor Strange was a defender. I I never really saw him. This is our grumpy old man episode, by the way. It kind of is, but it's just, but it's it's just post-Secret Wars, post-Secret Wars Marvel isn't for us, just like New 52 isn't for us, but it's, it's just, I don't know, but there are great things coming. So it's, it's just, I'm, I'm really looking forward, you know, to Thor, because that, that's going to continue what Aaron was doing. And I am looking forward to a lot of things. So it's, it's just when it comes to, the, the Avengers specifically, uh, and it's, it's weird. It's not like I don't, I don't hold on to the Avengers like Jason does. I, I know that's, that's his crew and, and I, but for some reason, I just, I view, I have a filter when it comes to the Avengers and there's just something certain that, that, that I need to see. And, and even, I, I kind of wasn't really feeling it during the leather jacket era. I came back for Heroes Return, was? but it's, I know, but it, but there, so it's, so I haven't been, I'm able to walk away from the Avengers. And then when they're like, Hey, here's eight new Avengers books and there's gotta be something here that, that you're right. like, I don't think new Avengers is it for me. No, I don't think it is either. It, the, the, the goings on are not weighty at all. It doesn't seem like, I mean, even if they all failed at whatever, it'd be like, okay, no big deal. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because it's France. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> you know, it's France. Whatever. It's it's not even America. Um, but and you put Songbird anywhere near uh, the title role, and I'm looking for Zemo. I I cannot separate Songbird from the Thunderbolts. I can understand. That that's her team, as far that, as yeah. I'm concerned. I I do know? think of her as a Thunderbolt, but I mean, again, there were lots of people that led the Thunderbolts aside from Zemo. I mean, Right, but I mean that's you know. Cage, Hawkeye. I mean, if we're talking teams, I say Doctor Strange. Who do you think? Defenders. Right. You know uh, that to me is just uh, Songbird is Thunderbolt. So. See, I I don't know, man. Like I like I haven't read this issue, so I don't want to comment on the book itself. But but one of my favorite things of all time about the Avengers is the roll call, seeing the new members, man. Like. Again, I got I got love for D Man. I got love for Doctor Druid. I got love for Gilgamesh. I got love for Esperita, Man, I, but I you got. Know, yeah. But you know where you're gonna see. You know where you're gonna see D Man from now on. No. Where? Captain America, Sam Wilson. Oh yeah, oh, really? that's his. That that that's his tech head. That's his pilot. That's oh Sam's, cool. Okay. Yeah, uh, with a new costume, thank God. So he doesn't look like Wolverine cool. in a silhouette. The um, which was kind of neat. That the guy had the stones to actually make a costume that looked just like Wolverine's <laughs> costume. I thought that was cute. Um, yeah, no, I mean, and he's not like the, uh, what the hell was the dude's name? Wilbur or Arnie? Who, who was the dude who, who just stayed in the back cave? And, and, oh, uh, yeah. No, he's, <laughs> the, the big drooling yeah. idiot. But he'd do great things with the Batmobile, man. He couldn't even wipe his butt. <laughs> that's not, that's not who D-Man is. He, Yo, he looks oh, yeah, what was his? He was name? homeless for a while. Yes, he was. Bruce be like, man, you need to shower, <laughs> dude. Like, drop that drool off. Fix the nuclear reactor on this. Uh, but uh, okay, so so sticking with Marvel for a minute, then and Captain America, Sam Wilson, uh, is kind of really, really putting heels in. And, and trying to go for that real world feel where, um, this is, this is a divisive character. It, it's, I mean, and not that, why is that? Well, 
because first, if, um, he is, and this isn't unusual for Captain America. I mean, Captain America, of course, was um, punching Nazis on the cover originally, and then you had him, uh, you know, say no to the president, and of course, you know that, that that's when U.S. agent takes over. Um, but in this particular, um, in in this book, and it's it art is by um, Danny Lacuna, which is fine. It's it's not the uh, oh, so it looked great. Well, okay, it it's. I think he looked great when when Remender I have was much doing. Love I know when 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 Remender was was writing Uncanny Avengers. I thought Acuna looked fantastic. Um, with uh, this doesn't remind me. This is still good. It's not like it's it's Eternals, Akuna or or Freedom Force or whatever the um. Loving it. All. I know, um, but he he starts off by taking on Crossbones and having to um, and he hands him over to Shield and Maria Hill, um, but Maria Hill basically says, "Yeah, thanks for this," and now. Our shield agents will, um, will escort you out because, um, Sam calls a press conference and says that he would, um, bring folks together. But after the speech, headlines basically said, you know, Captain America goes partisan. Um, Sam Wilson is the captain anti-America. Captain America approval rating plummets under 50%. They call to, uh, senators are calling to end Cap's reign. Uh, what he's, he, it, it's Cap versus the Constitution, basically, is how America is viewing it. So he, he, um, he's kind of an outsider. Why? I, what, what's, what, what stance is he taking? He, um, they, he, he's just, he wants to be more than a symbol. So he's basically, instead of just saying, this is Captain America and, you know, it's the red, white and blue. And, and this is, you know, I'm, I'm upholding the constitution. He's basically as well. You shouldn't that he's, he's making Captain America human with opinions and nobody wants that. Oh no. I'm not, wait, I'm not getting it. Steve had opinions and stuff. Didn't he? Steve was also white. Oh, and that's God forbid a black man has opinions. But they're, yeah. I mean, they're really, they're, they're, they're not. I haven't read it yet, but I, I, I mean, I've, I've heard a lot about this controversy. Like, for a good reminder, there's still a lot of bigots in the world. Oh, absolutely. Um, and it, it's it's written by Nick Spencer, which I didn't, I wasn't expecting. And it, hmm. it, and there are parts of it that, yeah, okay, this it reminded me why I'm not really a big Nick Spencer fan. Uh, Misty Knight is that's she's in it and and it's basically it's it's captain america and misty knight that's the team and and d-man is kind of hanging back and and he's the pilot he's the guy he's he's the frenchie of the group and so he's going to make sure shit's running tip top but um the country still loves red wing that's you know his his (laughs) red wings approval rating is is through the roof but no one's i mean even loyal had to fly coach to get to Arizona. Uh, and there were a couple of dudes riding next to him and, and, uh, they were 
having a gay old time hanging out with Captain America. The stewardess wanted nothing to do with him. Uh, nowhere out of everything. You know, anytime he would ask for water or something. There, there were these two girls sitting in front of him and they're like, oh, do the catchphrase, do the catchphrase. And he's like, okay, fine. And his catchphrase is, take it to the hotline. What? It turns out that, um, he's decided to take Captain America directly to the people. And so they cut to one of his, uh, TV spots and, and it's basically, you know, I'm Sam Wilson, Captain America. You may have, um, seen him in the, in the news a lot lately. And if you have, you know, I'm no longer working for S.H.I.E.L.D. or the U.S. government, but I am still working for you. That's why we've set up the hotline. So if you see injustice in your community, we're here for you. So, so now he's also the hero for hire. Um, wow, I gotta read this. No, it sounds, no, it sounds very jumbled to it's, me. It sounds no, like there's I'm, too I'm much going definitely on. Definitely not. Um, so not, you're doing a good no, job. I'm not, I'm just, I'm not trying to go straight forward through because I, I do, I don't want, because, because like Jason just said, you know, he's heard people have issues with it. And because of what happens in this issue, because of a couple of pages, a couple of panels where Misty and Sam, because we saw Misty in Remender's Captain America run, uh, and they, they had teamed up. And now there's Misty in this. And when they're, they're practicing and they're fighting, you know, she gets on top. And it looks like mm-hmm. maybe something's going to happen. And D-Man walks in. So he's over here cop blocking. And, and hey, it's, cop it's, it's, well, no, wow. he just walks in. He's like, he's like, well, I, I hope, you know, is it safe? And so he doesn't really interrupt <laughs> anything, but there's nothing in this. I don't know if Misty Knight was on top of me. Mm-hmm. I think things would get, you know, would there'd be some things that would not. be beyond my control. Uh, Let's just put it that way. But the, you know what I'm saying? What's, what's, I, what's <laughs> I hear you dog. Uh, but they don't, there's no actual, they don't kiss. They don't, mm. at, at no point does anybody say or think what's going on in the past. So you might have other people around them saying, oh, you know, well, if Misty's here speaking on your behalf, then you know, haha, she won't. But whatever the deal is between Sam and Misty, we haven't explored it yet. So what, what I, what I really enjoyed this past mm. week were people seeing the panels in this book and then flipping the fuck out because Captain America is kissing Thor on an upcoming cover. Right? Yeah, without I, any context. I, without any context whatsoever. There's all my tripping, yo. Doesn't need any context. Here's, here's the, why, why they kissing. I thought Misty was, and dude, we didn't know shit in this first issue of Captain America and you're carrying on about a goddamn cover. Le- you're making huge fucking leaps, bro. So I'm just, would it even be news if it was a, a black man and a black woman kissing? Or, or why? Because Thor's white and 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 uh, Captain America is black. So wait, what, I mean, in today's day and age, how can that even be an issue? I know that's nuts. That's what it's, I'm thinking. Like, why is this even news? People throw shade at Renee and I, but there's there's just fuck them. I dude, I rub their face every chance I get. The the uh, I could see if it was if it was a woman and a and a horse. <laughs> You know, like but, that's but just wrong. Still, butt hurt over but, Thor being a woman. That's weird. very true. So it's it's just people got their hangups, and and I love that. Like they, some people can't handle Spider Man being like a magnate. 
Right. It's not right. even close well, to being the same thing. <laughs> it's not even... Dude, come on. We all have our peccadillos, boys. No, we don't. This is just like basic human interaction. <laughs> Who cares what color you are? It's nuts. No, I'm uh, making a joke about the woman thing. About Thor being a woman. Oh, whatever. That's who cares about that either. But but Jason also too loves, many hangups. Um, he'll he'll love uh this issue of Captain America because the Sons of the Serpent show up. <gasps> Acuna drawn the Sons oh. of the Serpent. He's gonna he's gonna want to buy, buy art from this, but it's a um Well it's it is Acuna, so I don't know about that, but what's <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, I've been digging Acuna a lot the last few years. What, what's I just wish this is, you know, when 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 you're when you're going to do a reboot, when when you're like, you know, starting your line over, you just no matter who you are, no matter what company you are, mm-hmm. hire Jose Luis Garcia Lopez to do the model sheets, to do the guide sheets, because the Captain, the Steve Rogers in this issue of Captain America looks like he could bench press four of the Steve Rogers that show up in Uncanny Avengers. There's just like no, it's like, so is he the frail dude or is he the guy who's still kind of buff and can wear this suit? I got to give them props for the new Iron Man costume though, the armor, because I can only imagine what a nightmare it was to draw that thing. I hated the lobster. Civil War. I hated the lobster suit. Yeah, with all the louvers and the, this is more streamlined. It, it still has a way to go. They still could reduce even more, but it's a step in the right direction. I like the, the, the conciseness of the new Iron Man. I do too. Yeah. Um, David but Martin yeah, uh, the, um, so I would definitely recommend, I mean, if you're a Falcon fan, if you're a Sam Wilson fan, if, if, and it's the Captain America book. So I, I did. I love Sam. In, in, in spite of Spencer, I did enjoy this issue. Um, I think some of that has to do with the feedback or the outcry from people who did read it and, and their reactions to it because they they just don't have a handle on on the real world. But it's um, I it, and it's it is it is a wordy bitch. But you know we don't, that's good. Yes, we don't really know um, everything. So, you know, I mean, we don't know why. Well, you can kind of figure things out. I mean, as, as with, with Sam kind of narrating the whole thing, but you know, I mean, Captain America is being, you know, escorted out of shield. It's like, you know, basically we don't, we don't want your kind. And, and it's not, it's not a racist thing. It's just like, you know, listen, you kind of turned your back on the country by going into business for yourself. So, uh, we really can't be seen working with you. And see that, that makes no sense. You turned your back on the country because you went into business for yourself. We got a guy running for president. That is a businessman. Seriously? Like these people are crazy. I got to read this. You do. Just remember Vince, I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. <laughs> it's all about placement of the comma. <laughs> uh, so yeah. I got some more. I got to read all of these. Yeah, I will I say I don't know if we, I, but I did enjoy the first issue of the Iron Man. I did too. Yeah, I know we talked about it last week. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I thought it was it was fun. A little too clean, but fun. But um, uh, to, to uh, take up my horror quotient for for this uh, episode, I got to preface it with the fact, like, yes, we're all well aware that Alan Moore is one of the greatest 
possibly the greatest writer in the history of the medium. Yeah, he is and, the greatest and, for the rest. Right? And, and he is a god, yada, yada, yada. We all said it before, but I got to talk about Providence, and it's not entirely in a favorable light. I'm, in, I'm loving it. I enjoy it immensely because I am a huge H.P. Lovecraft fan. Um, you say Lovecraft, I'm there. Okay, so... It, 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 it's not a stretch for me to fall absolutely in love with Providence. That said, I read up to and including issue number five. And uh, we have issue four is basically the Dunwich Horror plus the Color Out of Space. Issue three is basically a uh, shadow over Innsmouth. Issue, issue five is basically dreams in the witch house, a little bit of Herbert West reanimator and a teeny tiny bit of the thing on the doorstep thrown in. So when you have the greatest writer in comics jumping into the HP Lovecraft world and doing nothing more than taking his characters and his concepts and his creatures and shuffling the letters a little bit in their names, weaving them all together into one narrative. How is this not considered fanfic? How I'm I, I, I'm either I'm missing something, and maybe before the final issue, Moore's going to inject something that elevates this work above simple pastiche. Something that actually makes Providence more than just a strong collection, a strong together collection of, of someone else's slightly tweaked intellectual property. It, it, it's like if someone sat down and said, okay, I'm going to have Roland the gunslinger, Pennywise the clown, Jack Torrance, the walking dude, mm-hmm. all of Stephen King's great characters, put them all in one story. Right. And it's going to be cool beans. But what's the special ingredient that is going to elevate all this above fanfic? I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. And Moore is a great writer. And I like being able to trace these characters. Like Dr. North is obviously Herbert West, right? I love being able to track what he's doing back to the original source material. But is that a new creation? It's just he's just playing around with Lovecraft stuff. Where does this become a work of art and not just you know, a song and dance routine. Uh, Did you, you guys feel the same way when you're reading this? Look, I, I'm going to, since we're going, since we're going in or since we're being honest this week, um, yeah. I, 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 I can't get through it. Really? I'm two and a half issues in and I just, I, because you're not a love crap. No, that's true. But for like two weeks now, because I know we've been meaning to talk about it. I, I, I keep going back to it like once every day or two and I just quickly put it down and move on to something else. I, right. I just say, Oh, I'll get back to it. It's just been a struggle for me. So. I can understand that. Um, and, and, and uh, go ahead, David. I, um, I have, I'm, I, I know very little about Lovecraft's work. I, I, I haven't really read and I have collections, but I haven't read really anything. So I don't know that you're talking about, you know, read issue three and you get these stories. And, and, and yeah. so I don't, I, I miss all of that. I'm just reading this as a straightforward story. Um, which could be why I enjoy the back matter so much, but, um, I think the back matters, the back matter is the best part of the book. It's because we we're so used to, um, it just, it fleshes out Robert so much more because I mean, you get, you kind of get 
who he is when he's talking to people during the main part of the book. But, you know, based on his, his expressions and, and the art, the art is very, very clean. Oh, it's beautiful. And art. it, it is, it is very, very well done, but it is so well done that even the people who are supposed to be ugly or repulsive just look like pretty people wearing makeup. And it's, it's not, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm expecting to turn a page because Robert just sees, you know, someone after years of incest and I'm like, that's, that's nothing that would really, that's not repulsive at all. And, and it just, but I got the sense that I was supposed to feel that way or that, that, that's what was coming. The, um, did you read issue four? Yes. How about five? Yes. You didn't think the scene in the, uh, the hallucinatory scene where, where um, daddy and daughter with the, with the, with the breastfeed. Oh, that was, no, was that? I thought that was the, yes, that was issue that five. Four? No, because five. that was that, yeah, because at the end of the issue, that, that, that's when he goes to, uh, the guy's house. And, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was, that was freaky. Disgusting. Yes. No, that yeah. was absolutely because, because I mean, the little devil baby is like, you know, and that was freaky, but the issue, uh, was it issue? Well, the, but when, when he went to go see, you know, General Bathrobe and, and, and his son oh, with the Tesseracts yeah, yeah. and, yeah, uh, yeah. and even before that, that was, well, the frog people. If you want to call them frogs, whatever the hell they look That's like. That's straight out of shadow over its okay. mouth. It's, I mean, if, if you read your Lovecraft, everything in this series has a, uh, a precedent. It's all in HP's work. And is it, like is the, it the H- meteorite yeah. is the color out of space and they keep talking about this meteorite and I'm waiting for them to, like the book that, um, and it had points, Black, but some people said it didn't have points, but some, yeah, said, yeah, yeah. The book that Black wants to get his hands on is the Necronomicon. Okay. But, but Alan Moore is just changing the name a little bit around. And, and the, the, like, I don't understand the purpose of this yet. It's, is he, he's obviously not making any of this his own by just changing the letters. Now is it, around. is it happening and, like in, in whatever happened in the second issue and the third issue? Is that like chronological to the stories that Lovecraft told in order or is it just, oh, no, no, it doesn't. No. No, it doesn't really matter. He's just pulling shit from all of HP's. No, I just, I'm curious to know like like how, like his, his map room and how many different colored threads are going in different directions to see, you know, how it, I, I just, I, I don't want to get inside Moore's mind because there is no escape, but it's just one of those (laughs) things where it's obviously a love letter and it's, he is injecting a little bit of novelty into it because if you, if you read through issue number five, the domed cities are mentioned. Yes. Which directly connects this to Neonomicon. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So somebody may think that's cool beans. I do because at least it gives a little bit of weight to Providence. Like, okay, now this is just another part of this big tapestry that Alan Moore's weaving with somebody else's characters and concepts. Your mileage may vary. I think it's great because I'm an HP Lovecraft fan. I can see someone like Jason who really hasn't read a ton of Lovecraft being bored shitless with to, with this stuff. Mm-hmm. Because if, if the joy in Providence is finding the precedent in HP's work, right? To right. me, anyway, um, and and how Moore is is shuffling these things together to make this one story, this one narrative, but. I, 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 I have to admit, I'm a little bit let down. This is Alan Moore we're talking about. The, the greatest, the goat, right? Yeah. The greatest of all time. Show me the hidden geometry. 
Pull me into that Tesseract. Why is all this stuff important? Why are you playing with H.P. Lovecraft to this degree where you needed an entire series to do it? Mm-hmm. Show me the, the that diamond in the middle of all this stuff. What does it mean? Why are you doing this? Is it just to have fun? Maybe, you know, he's maybe he has a tax issue again because that was the whole thing with Neonomicon. He had something he, he had a tax bill he had to pay. Right. Off, so he decided to write a series like I need something more than just playing around with HP stuff. I'm I'm upset a little bit. Clearly. Yeah, because what you don't you know, I wanted this to be awesome and it is to a certain extent, but there's really no substance. It's a really good Chinese buffet, mm-hmm. but. You know, I didn't think it would be ever. I didn't think I'd ever be able to utter these words, but I have to say, uh, eh, Alan Moore's not. I, for I, the reason I used to consider him the goat is that I thought he had an unblemished track record, and I, I can't say that anymore. Because of Providence, or because well, of- not just Providence. I again, I don't know that I can give Cross Plus One Hundred the mad props as groundbreaking. Oh, I, I don't. Come on. It was good. It was good, but it was just another thing. It was another horror book. It wasn't. It wasn't transcendent. I, I, uh, I definitely Neonomicon was cool, but it wasn't. Again, I wasn't like amazing. It was fun for what it was, but it was puerile, and um, I just uh, and I don't think his. Uh, if Chris is listening, he's probably going to throw something at his TV or his radio. I don't think uh, the last couple rounds of uh, of League have been that good. Well, even even League, the the uh, the one issue was entirely H.P. Lovecraft mm-hmm. with the the Penguins. It was it was at the Mountains of Madness. Mm-hmm. Like it, he's established the fact that Alan Moore loves H.P. Lovecraft. Right. Who doesn't? Right. I have a gigantic annotated H.P. Lovecraft that Alan Moore did the introduction for. He, he's obviously endeared to the man's work. Mm-hmm. Where does where does the fanfic end and the revolutionary take begin? I'm not seeing it yet, and I want to see it. And this 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 series needs it. You can't if you're going to have a 12 issue series, and that's why I think Providence is using somebody else's work. You got there's got to be a point where you 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 make it your own and put an initial, uh, an original spin on it. Where's that? It needs to happen. If not, it's just going to be a complete waste of time. Anybody can do this. Anybody. You know? There you go. Like, I, I don't know. It's a, it's an enjoyable distraction, but I need, I How need you like that, in the art? That. I love it. I think Jason Burroughs is amazing. It's, it's very clean, which is surprising because I don't usually like this kind of clear line, right. but no, I think he's great. I, I think he, the economy with which he approaches the medium is, is uh it's it's a beautiful thing to see. He could go crazy with the detail, but he doesn't. He knows exactly what to put in and, and what to leave in and what to take out. I love it. Cool. But I'm going to need more than that. <laughs> Soon. So soon. Oh well, whatever. Can't win them all, oh, Alan. You you can't. You can't. But I'm like I, with Alan Moore, he may pull it out in the home stretch. He's done it before. That is true. Yep. I'm hoping. What else do we got? I don't. I want to talk anymore. Huh. I don't. Did um, Did anybody read what I asked them to read? Which was a book from DC. <laughs> I'm not reading that. You said Lois and Clark. I did. 
You did. I, How was I it? mean, I intend to read it. I, I have not read it yet, though. I, I, I'll hold on to it then. I want, no, I want Vince to read it. No, go in, it. No, Yeah, no, seriously, I'm by going. having you go into it, it absolves me. No, no, no yeah, yeah, I was going to say, that guy. you going into it is not going to affect me from reading it. So. Okay, no, that's fine. I just, it's, it's, um, it was a, uh, it, it is a convergence fallout book because we were introduced to these characters during the convergence event from the summer. Uh, when, um, and it is the, the pre, it's the post crisis, uh, four books a month we version of, of Superman where the, yeah. it's, it's the burn reboot version that this was the character from Convergence. So this is the, um, this Why is, did you say that? I did. This is, did. this is the Wheezy Stern Jurgens. Uh, if you said that, I would say, okay, I'll read. I did. I didn't hear that. <laughs> so this was, so during Convergence, during when, when this metro, actually this Gotham was, uh, was a dome city and nobody in Convergence had their powers for one year. Uh, Lois and Clark were in this version of Gotham and Lois was pregnant. Um, obviously this is safe because if Superman doesn't have his powers, then so be it. So, uh, Lois ends up giving birth during convergence during the event uh and actually the the superman that rescues her uh in air quotes is the superman from uh flashpoint so it's the scrawny patient agent zero whatever the hell the kid's name was uh takes takes lois because she's having labor pains takes her to thomas wayne the flashpoint batman so he can, uh, he can deliver the baby and our Superman, the Superman from the pre new 52, the post crisis Superman, he shows up, saves the day more or less. And, uh, and, and he and Thomas Wayne have a nice little moment, but Lois and Clark and baby Jonathan, uh, go to live happily ever after. So once, Towards the end of Convergence, when everybody was, when, when Telos was trying to bring everybody together so they could take on, um, Brainiac and, and put everything back, a bunch of heroes went and handled the original, the first crisis on Infinite Earths. And, uh, when that fixed itself or what have you, a bunch of heroes went their separate ways and, Clark was kind of hoping that like Kara and Barry and Hal, and this is the, the paradox, uh, the final night, Hal Jordan. He was hoping that they would come with him, but they all wanted to handle their own thing. So Lois and Clark and Jonathan end up on a earth and that earth happens to be the new 52 earth. Lois. <laughs> And Clark have been on the new 52 earth from the beginning. And Superman has been hanging back in the shadows. We start off the issue with Superman, our Superman watching this justice league take down dark side, which I'm guessing was from the first arc of the new justice league book from five, six years ago. This and he gets back to Lois 
And he's like, you know, it's still weird seeing. <laughs> Who the fuck are these? People? He's like, he's like, wow, it's it's weird seeing Cyborg on the Justice League and not with the Titans. You know, I mean, these are these are heroes I'm familiar with, but they're not heroes I know. So he's been, he's just, they've been living life on this earth, and there are little things that he'll try to do. And he he's been keeping things in check, which is why I love this. He's he's looked after. He's like, you know, there are some. Some characters, some heroes, some, some bad guys who, um, who aren't anything like, um, the, 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 the person that, that I know from back home. Uh, there are, um, and then there are just completely different people taking over the mantle of, of this hero or villain, but he's, he's been basically, checking things out and what he's concerned about right now is the uh is the return of the space shuttle Excalibur because the person who came back on that ship mm-hmm. was Mr. Hank Henshaw. Yes. Mm, nice. AKA the cyborg. Yes. So he's like, all right, so we got to make sure now that um you know that that doesn't that history doesn't repeat itself in that case. And Shit, yeah. so he is, I mean, he, it's, you know, Jonathan's a smart dude. He, he, he's a little boy. He's, he's like, I don't know. Um, How old is he? Uh, maybe, um, the years have flown by. It, it's it, probably about, be- uh, eight, maybe. Wow. Yeah, no, he's, I mean, he was, if, um, Cause he was, he was a toddler when they, when they got here. And so it's been a few, cause if, if it was five years, if, if, if when the Justice League started, it was like five years with the first hero. Yeah. He's got, he's, he's got to be probably maybe six, seven, eight. Um, so I mean, honestly, do you think this is their out? Are they burying their out in this story to go back to the way it was? I don't, not just by what's in this because it's, um, it's, I don't think I'd, I'd be very surprised. Uh, it's, I mean, it's, it, it's written by Dan Jurgen, so, so there's the connection there. He, he knows what he's talking about. Uh, art is by Lee Weeks and Scott Hanna. It's, it's, uh, um, wow. you know, it, it's the lowest that, um, I'm familiar with what actually what I, what I loved was early in the issue, um, Lois is telling the story and the, uh, she says, this, this earth is so different from our own. Suspicious, doubting, edgy. It's without faith. And I'm like, we've been saying that since this whole thing started. So it's like, I don't know if Jurgens is actually doing the talking or if he's just having these characters just, you know. Oh, I'm down with it. I hear you. Uh, I hear you, Lois. So, um, yeah. is, is this a single issue or a no, limited series? No, this is, I, I, I don't know if it's a limited series. I think it, the Titans Hunt is a limited series. I, I believe Telos is a limited series. The sp- I believe the spinoffs are limited series. And I know Jason and I mentioned it, talked about it briefly during our, um, you, you were, you were away. It was the, um, it was, for, we, we were talking about the news from San Diego Comic Con and this was one of the items. I do think it's a limited series. I hope it isn't. I would love to see it continue or at least continue as a series of, of limited series. Uh, Jonathan is pretty smart. 
he, he, he picks up on things when he was looking for dad earlier because he had to go and do chores. He had to go get, collect the firewood. They, they were, um, they were living, they're living in a, um, on a farm because there, there was an old house when they showed up there, there, there was a, there was an old farmer, uh, who had basically a, a, a guest house in the back. So, so they, promised to, to take care of the house if they could stay there. And, you know, so Clark was doing odd jobs around, around the farmer stuff. I'm guessing the farmer has now passed away. They've taken over. Uh, they've taken on the last name of White, which is a good thing because if they had kept the last name of Kent, now that this Earth Superman has been outed, that might draw undue attention to themselves. Uh, so that was basically good planning ahead uh so jonathan's trying to figure out well where's dad you know why isn't dad doing the chores i gotta get ready for school she's like um one of the horses got out of the barn well well which which horse it was apollo got out of the barn so then when dad shows up as jonathan's getting ready to leave the house for school jonathan's like well dad why is your hair wet he's like well i took a shower and he's like well mom said you were out getting the horse he's like yeah and i did and i came back in and i took a quick shower and so as jonathan's like leaving he's like well what horse got out and he says zeus he's like well mom said and she's like shush come on we got to go to school and and it's so i mean the kid is 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 pretty swift um and he's 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 reading um He's reading, he's watching the news while he's supposed to be reading in, in class. Lois is a, um, is an author. Her, uh, her pseudonym is Anonymous X, something like that. Um, so that's how they're able to support themselves. She's, she's made, she, she's writing these stories. Um, she, uh, she's basically, um, she's the breadwinner in the family, but, uh, she doesn't want anybody to know. Who's writing these books? Her publisher was like, yeah, no, that's fine. You know, if you want to keep it secret, I mean, you'll make big bucks if you ever decide to come out, but you know, we'll do it this way if you want. However, someone was watching Lois during a, her most recent exchange. Um, and the book is going to be called intergang, intergang global scourge. And at this point, Clark goes out in the space to grab the, um, to see when the shuttle is coming in. Um, Things aren't going too well, but Clark ends up bringing the shuttle in, uh, tries to get everybody to safety before the shuttle blows. And there is, um, and there is someone reaching out to Clark saying, help me. And, and there's, uh, it says Henshaw on the helmet, but Clark's trying to figure out, you know, where the rest of the crew is. We don't know who is. Who, who is in, who's in the suit? We don't see anybody's face. And then we cut to, um, a distant star system where there's another plot line unfolding, but it is. Maxima? Um, it actually is a, she's got a sword and she cut somebody's head off. So I don't think it would be Maxima, but it's just. Maxima's nasty. She is nasty. But this was, I mean, it's, it's the Lee Weeks art. So it, it, I, I wish I, I wish it was out before New York Comic Con. I would have told him that he did a great job on it. It's a, um, it's, it just, it, it hit a sweet spot for me. It, it yeah, I mean, it's taking place. It sounds it. I gotta read on it. On the new 52 right. Earth, but it is, it's, it's, listen, this, this is, folks, you were bitching and, and, and maybe we hear you, but here is, here, here's a throwback to, 
you know, what, what you've been missing. And, and, you know, I mean, it's yeah. just, it's, it's definitely not the only one that was singing those praises this week about that kind of thing. Like I saw other people join you on that front saying like, thanks for finally giving me a Superman back type of thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, but the thing is, I don't know if it's this earth or if it's, I, he's not as, um, he's, he's still invulnerable. He's still flying. He's still in space, but there was, uh, there was some work he was doing while he was, um, he wasn't out getting a horse from the, um, from the barn. He was, uh, he was, let's see. He was digging a 13 mile long trench in the ocean floor and it's not as easy as it used to be. So he's not as powerful as he used to be. And I don't, and that's, I don't know if that's the earth. I don't know if it's, I, we have no idea, but, um, it, it was, yeah, no, I, I, so I'm going to ignore some of the continuity. Cause it sounds kind of maddening, like the, the flashpoint Batman and the, well, the you know, you don't like, see any of that in this. Oh, I'm good. just, no, that, that was, that, that was all lead up. That was from the convergence miniseries. That was oh, from that event. Okay. This, this kicks off with, um, Sue, he's, here. Sue, he's here. He was watching. Okay. It's a few years ago. He was watching that fight with dark side and now, now it's present day and it's all that. Don't worry about any of that. Flash, pretend even better, even better. It, it shows up in a flashback, but you're not. Oh, that's just great. Yeah. So, um, cool. And he's wearing his, um, He's not wearing his blue and he's not wearing the blue suit with the red cape. He's wearing the um the the black outfit with the uh with with the white chromy accents. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so this from the from the um eradicator, right? Didn't the eradicator have something to do with that? Well, the eradicator was more yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the, the eradicator was more Kryptonian with the whole frills and and stuff. But this is uh, I'm trying to fool, fool. yeah, but it's a um. No, I, I I definitely recommend it. I know that well, you have piqued my interest. Good, that's that, not easy to do when you, those two so letters just, come together. You just have to try. See, there's no love. There's no trust. I, I was like, I was like, dude, do me a favor and read it. Trust. Jason was like, listen, man, you know, I I tried. It shit happens. You know, it was a busy week. But Vince was just like, ah, it's funny. DC imagined. I was just like, whatever, dude. <laughs> 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 All right. Did you guys? I'm. I don't know if I heard correctly. You did get caught up on the strain, like we've all seen yeah. it to the end. Mm-hmm. Yes. Does Zach not need to die? Oh, horrible. Oh, for sure. Yes, the kid needs to die very painfully. He is the strain's. Gabriel. He's a strain on the strain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the one thing about? Um, well, Jason didn't see The Walking Dead, so I can't say it. Um, but there's a turtle involved. In, in, uh, the first episode, or second episode. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And somebody put up, the turtle will be missed more than Gabriel, should Gabriel ever die. <laughs> oh, Father Gabriel? That's hilarious. Yeah. He sucks. He's an idiot. I can't stand him. And, and Zach is in the same case. <coughs> cannot, the, the, the thing that bothers me is the kid saw the transformation of his mother from mom yeah. into bald. Exactly. He saw her break into the, yeah. to the, yeah. He Tried to saw her run across the walls. I mean, he saw her with the tentacles out. It's like, yeah. And, and so he's, oh, mom, no, you know, that's not your mother. She blinks vertically. That's not your mother. You know, she kills people and doesn't care. And she's got spider babies for henchmen, hench people. That's not your mom. And all of a sudden, you, you know, he hates her and he's like, yeah, dad, you were right. That's not mom. And then he sees her. And it's like, hi, mom. Like, what's wrong with you? You caused a beautiful, smart woman to be killed. 
It's true. He, he, he's directly responsible for, for Nora's death. Man, that episode was all about the ladies getting taken out. Oh, yeah. It's heartbreaking. It we, we could, it's spoilers if you haven't seen the last episode of The Strain, the season finale of The Strain. Coco gets, um, gets Strained. bitten by I, Eichhorst, but Palmer's in a great position now. Yeah. Because he could tell He's them to go fuck to themselves. Lose. They have nothing on yep. him now. True. And, and I would, I think that Eichhorst doing that pretty much sealed their doom. Because now he's not going to play play nice with them because they took away the – if it wasn't money or power, Coco was the only other thing he loves in life. And they just took it away from him. So now he's not going to play fair. They had him and they had to fuck with him mm-hmm. because that's the hubris of Eichhorst. I think Eichhorst is going to be taken down fucking hard. He, he is going to go down spectacularly when he eventually does go down. When he eventually Jace, does go Jace, down, no. it's, it's, he's, I see, I see Eichhorst outlasting Palmer. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. But I mean, I don't know how the books go, but I'm thinking Palmer's going to have his final say and it's not going to be pretty <laughs> because of what they did to Coco. But I, I I don't know. It's just that um, I, I think um, Goodweather is gonna he's gonna be fucked up now because of of her dying. Right. You have it's like both sides of the of the the fence just lost somebody very important to them. So what they're doing is they're stripping away any kind of um, no attachments. Yeah, there's 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 nothing with which to be fearful. Like, you know, Nora, he, he had to protect her and Coco had to be protected. But now, you know, the, the chains are off. Mm-hmm. If you get bit, so what? You don't have, you know, your kid is a dickhead and he's going to die. Eh. <laughs> I, I, I hate the kid. I cannot stand him. He's, 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 I want to see him pulled apart like Gabriel. And it kills me that Jason didn't see The Walking Dead because there was a part in the second episode of The Walking Dead that I literally jumped out of my seat and said, something and it's like i want you is to it from the comic no 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 but i'm i'm the strain is getting awesome i thought the second season was way better than the first and um i even liked it more well it's not what goes without saying that i thought fear was was garbage and the yeah, strain you, was you way definitely better. didn't like fear i didn't like fear at all i, I thought it was trash I think it was trash, but the, um, I'm glad, I can't wait for Jason to watch the first episode of this season's Walking Dead, get to the end of it, and then tell us, oh man, I, because you and I, Vince, both mm-hmm. thought what happened at the end of the first issue, uh, episode, um, we were guessing as to what was going yeah. on, you know, oh, I think I know who did that. Completely, yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. I thought that Which was, was like, fantastic. Kudos to the filmmakers. Yes, yeah, that because was, that was a nice touch. They're, they're, I love parallel. They were trying to. Parallel. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, I the, love the, 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 the different point of view. And the um, the the first episode, Jason, is is fantastic because it's it's told um, in a flashback and present day and. 
it, it's all leading up to the basically there's a they're trying to get walkers away from the community and something happens that most of what they were doing all throughout the first episode is is almost for naught and when you get to the beginning of the second episode you're you're getting to the point where we're getting the end of the first episode and then it happens and I, it's just something that I, I never, I didn't expect them to go in that direction. Mm-hmm. It was just, it, I, I will say this. I won't tell you any details, but the season opener is great. The second episode is probably one of the best episodes of Walking Dead to date. It's heady words. Kevin, it Kevin is. Smith, I believe said close to the same thing in, uh, Talking Dead. Oh, he did. Oh, well. And I didn't even yeah. put the word cocker balls in it too. That's true. That's you know, true. Yeah, happen. well, that would have that would have clinched it. But I can't. We can't talk about it because no. it'll spoil it for true. Jason. I'm the I don't want any of it tonight. I don't want any of it spoiled because right? it's really like, great stuff. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, but yeah, back to fear. I thought fear was crap. Gar- total garbage. Well, Jason, that finishes, it's like it, so it's, we'll see it's, what he says. Right, but I'm it's, it's like. So far. It's like fear wasn't even made by the same. It doesn't even seem like the same team that made Walking. Yeah, I don't get that vibe. It's it's garbage. It's it's not even it's not even good bad zombie movies. Huh? You know, like e- even a bad zombie movie has its 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 uh, allure. Fear is just the, the the characters are. I don't like any of the characters, save for the mother. <clears throat> right. And 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 I know it's not like oh, take the journey with them. They'll get likable because Daryl wasn't likable at first. You know, of course he wasn't, but these characters, they're, they're all, I, I, I can't glom on any of, uh, Travis number one is the biggest idiot in the whole series because he, he's latching onto this, these ideals that he has. Like, oh, you can't approach it from this direction because that's not humane. That's not right. You are in a new status quo. All that stuff doesn't matter anymore. Your ideals are nothing. But he doesn't, it, it's, but this is taken. the very beginning of the outbreak, though. They they, yeah. don't, they don't know what the new reality is. It's they're literally being presented oh, with, it, with it. It it's pretty obvious at the end of <clears throat> yeah. The end, but but he's he still clings to the bullshit. right. No, he's it's not so much bullshit. It's just that you know, listen. There's still there are still you know even even in a world of chaos, there there still needs to be some some order. And I oh, I, I completely disagree with that. Complete well, because, but hindsight, you know, we don't, we don't have that. He doesn't. <clears throat> so if it's not, oh, I just, you know, I don't, I didn't, I didn't mean to kill all those people. I thought they were going to be zombies. It's like, no, but, it, but then if everything's fine at the end of the day, then you just killed a bunch of people for no reason. So it's, I, I get, I get where Travis is coming from because you kind of need that one character who's just trying to hold on to it and, and, this isn't real and we, we, he, he's just, he's, he wants to be that connection to the past to just listen. This is, this isn't the new normal. He doesn't see that yet. I, he, he does by the end of the, the season. Cause I, I thought the payoff at the end, I thought really, cause once they introduced what the hell was homeboy's name. The, uh, the, the black dude who was in there with, uh, Junkie Boy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sanders I like him. or Saunders. But, but he was, he was fantastic. I like him. And a lot, yeah, yeah, so, um, I think, I, I think 
I think the season ended much, much stronger than it started. I don't know. It's another one of those, uh, Jason, I won't say anything, but it's another one of those strain situations where one of the characters, because of what they do, is directly responsible for something else happening. Mm-hmm. And, it ain't, and it ain't good. But look at Walking Dead. What's Who's the one character that gets shit done? I'm not talking this season, from, from, from past seasons. Who's the one character that will do anything to get shit done? Carol. Carol is willing to do shit that nobody else will do because she knows all that other stuff that, all the stuff that used to be doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. If you have a kid going around killing people, that child needs to be taken out. She does it. Boom. You're dead. You know what I mean? Who else would have done it? Even Rick would have, would have, would have stumbled in, in, in the face of killing a child just because Carol gets it done. And she, she's, I think she's the, the most likable character in the entire uh, series because she's the one that I can, I look up to Carol. I would, if, if I was ever in that situation, I would think that I would approach it just like Carol. She gets it done. She does. No argument there. I think Carol is, out Daryling Daryl these days, because Daryl is kind of like, okay, Rick, <laughs> you think so, Rick? You know, like whatever. But we won't say anymore. Hmm. I I think Fear needs a Carol. I, th- I think Fear is going to get a Carol. But Carol uh, Carol wasn't Carol in the first season. Carol no, was just a mousy. Uh, She's uh, abused. And, and if you go suffer. back and listen to the episodes, I didn't like Carol. Initially. Right? Yeah. No. No one. Because and, but now yeah, I think if without. Carol's journey. Remember how whack Carol. Carol was in the comic? Seriously, yeah. Is she really? Is she? But oh, yeah. but this Carol, she doesn't make awesome. it out of the prison in the comic. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But in the in the in the Walking Dead, she's the TV show. She's amazing. Carol is by far. And away I have one issue character. with uh with the TV show. What's that? They should all be hitting it more. Seriously. How's Carol not getting, no, for real. How's I know, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm totally with you. If you were in that, if you were in that situation where, all right, we got a couple walls now, we got a little bit of free time, I would be fucking anything that did not move. (laughs) Seriously. I, I don't get it. They should be in. Yeah. (laughs) We got a wall around us. We got a house. I I, I love it because, you know, it's like, doesn't matter. What the hell's going on? Got to be hitting it. That, which is Jason, one of it, Jason's biggest hangups. I don't care that the dude's sixty thousand years old, old dude. He's an alien. He's got a hot chick as a companion. Why isn't the doctor hitting that chick? And it's like it does. And it's, it's like he, Jason was the one praying that Maddie and David got it on by the end of the season. And it's just like, dude, it's like it's just going to ruin. It doesn't work that way. But it, no, I think I'd be hitting. Well, listen, it's, I can understand. I can understand uh, old boy alien because he's an alien. <laughs> But he, and he's go ahead and say it, and he's boring. Yeah, ass. I mean, <laughs> boring. Yeah, doesn't even have a dick. But, but, uh, but, I, but, I mean, to Vince's point, and Walking Dead. I mean, what else is there to do? You're right. You're right. That's but like Alan dirty, Moore got it right. Dirty, cross plus and you're 100. grimy, and it's like it's like, dude, you haven't washed your ass in days. In, like, in cross plus one hundred, they hit it all the time because that's like, what else they gonna do? Gotta be nothing but doggy style because you ain't you ain't looking at nobody. You don't want to be getting close. I mean, not that they had, not that they were in Alexandria, oh. they can maybe wash up Stone? and shit, do a whore fine. bath, but. Sasha, fine. Sasha's super fine. What is Rosita. it? 
Sasha. Mm. You don't think Sasha's attractive, dude? Right. Oh my God, she's beautiful. No, What's Sasha? oh, Sasha's uh, what's his name's uh, sister? Oh, whose sister? She cool. Tyrese. Oh, oh, oh. Well, she lets her hair down, maybe. Oh, she's beautiful. Yeah, right. she's pretty. She's got beautiful eyes, beautiful face. Rosita's Come hot. on, lesbian's hot. How are, you, how are you defined as a character? I'm lesbian. Because I, I can't think of hey. her name. I know. Of course, the name is Maggie. Yeah, she is. I, um, yeah. <laughs> I hope nothing ever happens to Maggie. Oh, shit. And Glenn. Don't be fucking around with Glenn. Well, that's what got me out of the book. Thanks what he for did to Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> You've read past one on No, that. I'm saying for her I'm listeners, though. Oh, well, if you haven't read Walking Dead Past Issue 100, <laughs> too bad for you. Oh, goodness. Shit. Damn. This episode... Wait, 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 wait. Jason hasn't said both. Slow your effing roll, dude. Jesus. <laughs> He's been waiting for this all week. We gotta be somewhere? No, what you got? <laughs> dude, that's... It's, 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 it's Halloween month, man. Coffee going oh, through uh, you and shit? Yeah, it is kind of jacking yeah, me up. Uh-huh. I got number. I got. Uh, I got a number one from Vertigo. That's that's perfectly oh, timed the, for Halloween. You got the uh, Darwin Cook Twilight Children thing. No. Oh, yeah. what you got? I got uh, Survivors Club number one. Oh. Written, Who did that? Written by Lauren Bukes and Dale Halverson. Art by Ryan Kelly with covers by Mr. Bill Sinkovich, aka Bill Sinkovich. <sighs> Really? No, I'm listening. You just sighed like I'm boring you. No, you got my attention. Huh. <laughs> this is right up your alley, dude. All right. Okay. A computer hacker comes across uh, a a list of people in a like a dark pool on the web, right? Like the dark web. And it's a list of names. Everybody on the list is dead except for six people. Herself included. So she gets everybody together, and they're from all different walks of life, and she explains this to them, trying to figure out what they all have in common. The only thing she can get from the data is uh, a reference to 1987. Well, turns out all of these people were survivors of real-life horror incidents that are evocative of classic 80s horror movies. What? You've got someone that survived uh, a haunted house. You've got someone that survived... uh, a ghost talking in uh, their family's ear. You've got someone that survived a serial killer, um, and so forth, so on. You know, but but I won't give away which '80s tropes, but but classic '80s horror movies. They they are survivors of them, and uh, and and summer camp. What's that? Summer camp. I'm not going to get into it, but mm-hmm. but the but but the point is, they so there's a connection there. Although none of them are, most of them are reluctant to share. Uh, what they may have happened to them in 1987 because they've repressed it or it's just a, a, you know, something they can't revisit. But clearly this is something is, is killing off the, these people from these incidents. And, um, and, and that's basically the, the, the intro, the premise of, 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 and they form the survivors club. Uh, and we're going to find out who they are, what happens, who's behind the murders. Um, is it one of them? Is it somebody else entirely? Is there some darker force to it? Because, uh, you know, there's definitely a dimensional, portal type of situation because the the hacker uh she's the only one that's acknowledged what happened and she she actually got caught up in an evil video game she was playing a video game in an arcade 
and uh, and it, it opened it up a, a, a demon portal. But uh, really, really interesting and well timed to release this in October. Um, it's an ongoing book and was a lot of fun. Lauren Bukes is a horror novelist, so she she's this is her genre, and um, I thought it was great. Ryan Kelly's art is on point as usual, and it was scary as hell, man. It was it was it, the the mood, the setting was creepy, it was suspenseful. Everything I want in a in a horror book around this time of year. So um, I highly recommend it, especially if you're in the mood for for uh, a little bit of terror in your in your comics uh, right about now. So who is it? Yeah, exactly. Um, I have yeah. to say, I mean, so far so good with the Vertigo relaunch. They're they're putting out some good stuff so far. So I uh, I give them a lot of credit. They certainly do seem to be uh, re-energized. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of books coming out. Yeah. Yep. No diggity, no doubt. All right. As usual, we got lots to do. This episode of 11 o'clock. <laughs> no, you did. <laughs> 11 o'clock oh comics God. has been brought to you by Discount Comic Book <gasps> Service. So DCBC, DC Service. DC DCBService.com. From Creature, Burnt Comics number one. Uh, two dollars and nineteen cents. Grayson trade paperback number one, seven dollars and forty nine cents. And the Planet Hulk trade paperback War Zones is uh, eight ninety nine. In your travels, I want you to head on over to Dark Horse and pick up Hellboy in Hell issues seven and eight. Nice. It's a two part story, um, written and drawn by Mister Mignola. With color art by Dave Stewart. Hellboy is still in hell. Um, and we find out certain things that are very, very important to the uh, Hellboy universe in these two issues. I think this is the biggest um, uh, incident of import in Hellboy in a long, long, long time. I think it's as important as uh, the fact that he died and went to hell. So there's something that is revealed in in um, these two issues that uh, will have some big ramifications within the, the Hellboy uh, mythos. So read it. And it's Mignola drawing. How often do you get to look at a book that Mignola drew? It doesn't happen often, right? Mm-hmm. So you should go, go out and read this stuff. Um, kind of a wordy bitch, as Mr. Price is wont to say. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of dialogue in these issues, but it's awesome. Um, and the color art, yow, Dave Stewart, it, it doesn't get better. So go read Hellboy in Hell, seven and eight. It's two parts. The name of the storyline is The Hounds of Pluto. Pluto. Yep. I loved it. Pluto and the Hound. And Scott Halley edited it. Ah, and there lies the rub. <laughs> Uh, in your travels, I decided to take a chance on something, uh, featuring a strong, very strong female character. Martha Washington. Uh, no. This woman's name is Victoria Adams. (laughs) And, uh, it is a book written by both Adam Christopher and Chuck Wendig, your art is by Drew Johnson. Letters by Rachel Deering, which kind of, and I noticed, or I made 
point to find out who the letterer was for a reason. Uh, colors by Kelly Fitzpatrick. Um, the lettering for some reason is just large. It, it, it's, I mean, the, the, you the font, that. the font is just big. It's not like the word balloons are taking up a lot of space. It's just like the font is, is large for some reason. Uh, the book is, is, the art is strong. Uh, Johnson's art is really solid, as is the language, which is a little surprising considering who the publisher is, although maybe not since they've published some darker stories this year. This is The Shield number 1 by Dark Circle Comics, which was the recently rebranded from Red Circle Comics, which is from Archie Comics. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So, so the shield is a woman and huh. it, uh, we start the story off in 1776. All right. Uh, and then we jump to the present day. There is, um, there, Victoria is being interrogated by a detective. Um, and then the detective lets Victoria go, but there is an agency that is after Victoria. Uh, the person in charge of the hunt for Victoria looks an awful lot like a dude that she fought back in 1776, complete with the scar and the facial hair. Uh, so he's after her. And what's weird now, now, now Victoria is extremely strong. She has no memory. She doesn't remember what the hell's going on. She, she, she little drips and drabs are coming in. Um, but she, uh, she gets hit by a cab. And should have Sorry, basically I didn't been, mean to laugh. No, it's just, she's, she's, she's running away because the, the, the detective says, listen, meet me here. Mm-hmm. We'll protect you. Just meet me here. So, but, but this is this, this part just, I didn't quite get this because she's like, look, go ahead. I'm having, does she have, is she having these memories of 1776 or she was actually there? It, it looks as though she was actually there because she also, when, when, when it does click, yeah. She remembers, um, we don't want to make sure I get it right. Um, there are, um, damn it. You don't usually get things wrong. I'm sure no, I know, no, no. I mean, they, they, they are right here. I just want to, um, she, she remembers, let's see, she remembers how to keep her powder dry from her, her, her old musket. Uh, she remembers shooting Admiral Blue Cannon on the deck of the CSS Virginia. She remembers how to load a belt fed M1919 Browning and how hot it got. She remembers the stink of mustard gas. Uh, so could th- this be just memory? And she from remembers dying. I don't know. I, we, wow. we don't know yet. She's, she's been hanged. She's been shot. She's been, um, I like that hook. She's been shot down in an in 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 an old timey airplane. She's drowned. Um so so this guy is after her, this agency is after her. But what on her way to this safe house that the detective told her to get to, she hears like there's there's a um she hears voices and it's it's raining outside. It's, it's, it's extremely weird, but it's, it's raining outside. And she's like, I can hear things outside. She says, uh, like for instance, a home invasion going on eight floors up. She digs her fingers into the exterior wall, into the brick and starts climbing 
up eight stories. There's three dudes with um with with a uh, with an with a couple. I got one this. woman's on the couch. The other dude is all tied up. The older guy. She breaks in through a window. She and then she says, and these two malefactors are dead. The other one too, I think. It was easy, too easy, and it felt right somehow. Oh. So she um she's on her way back. I mean just so now she's she's resuming her, her, her course and going back to, to to where she was headed. Um so she's when when she gets hit by the taxi cab or she's when she's running across the street, when when the cabbie's getting all in her face, you know, it's your fault. And, and, you know, you, you did this to me. Look at my cab. Um, cause the front, front's all damaged now. She grabs his finger and like just kind of bends it back to, to get him out of her face. And she continues running. So she doesn't know how strong she is. She can climb walls by digging her fingers into the face of the wall. The detective at the beginning says, okay, I'm going to let you go, but we have to be convincing. I need you to punch me in the face. Oh boy. Does she take his head off? But that's the thing. So she walks in, she walks into the room when, when the, um, when the dude is like, okay, so where is, where, where is my witness? Where's, where's the woman I'm looking for? And he's like, she, she says, she says she, she got the best of me and she went out the window and, and, and she's got a bloody nose. So if, if you're somebody with no memory and, and you're not sure of yourself, how did you not take this woman's head off? That, that again, that's not a hinge. It's not enough to take me out of the book. Mm-hmm. But he, he never it's just one of those things where it's like, it's not like she, she, she got to this part after doing everything else. This is what like for whatever. And, but I think the saving grace is there are so many unanswered questions. Yes. This is probably just another one of them. Yes. If, and, and, and the detective could have rolled with the punch, you know, I mean, maybe that is just, but it's still, you know, it's, no, the, like I said, the, the, the art is great. It's, it's a, it's a pretty cool setup. I was, this may, this may read better when collected. Oh, sure. Uh, because the, the, the issue just abruptly ends. It's like, it, it doesn't really feel like much of a, of a cliffhanger or to be continued. It's just like all of a sudden she's just like, I remember. And it just, it's like the, the, the episode ended early and then that's it. But, um, I'm it's, check it's my new travels. Definitely recommend it. it. It's, 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 I want you all to check it out. It's, um, and it's, yeah, th- there's definitely some dark forces involved. It's, um, I mean, Johnson can draw the women. I, I have absolutely no problem with that. And the, yeah, I just, I need to see where it's going. And, you know, there's no, we, we know what her costume's going to look like because we have it all over the cover. There's a bunch of variant covers, but in, in the first issue, she's just, it's, plain clothes she's she's just trying to figure out where the hell she is who she is where she's from how she got here and 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 i'm i'm digging it i i really really like it and i mean i've read shields i'm not so familiar with the character or past stories from any incarnation where i don't know if there's little easter eggs or nods to i don't know if it's ever there's anything about the old dc line when they took over um you gotta think about none of those incarnations have really worked like everything past the original never found footing ever. It's like they, okay, DC, even the impact line, it was there and then it was gone. Right, yeah. And I mean, you know, so why not make it? And the impact line, I mean, you had, 
hey, Mark Wade right and stuff. I mean, the impact one. Yeah. I mean, well, the Jag- Jaguar was was a female. Um, so I don't know, you know, if they've ever done the the, the gender bending stuff before now. But this, because it's it's. I mean, the the name of the arc is Daughter of the Revolution. It's she. I don't know. I mean, she's all dressed up like a um like a freedom fighter from you know in 1776. It's not like she's she. She's a maiden or a wash maiden or just, you know, waiting for the men to come back from the front line. I mean, she's, she's getting dirty and she's fighting dudes and she's taking them on. And I mean, I don't know if she's always been this strong. I don't, we know nothing about her and, and, and that's pretty cool. So, I mean, it's, it's you, this is why it's really neat is that you know as much about her as she does that you're learn you're going to learn together. And I think that's real cool. I think the amount of people. Colin Fowle, that they changed the shield from a man to a woman is would probably fill a phone booth. That's true. Who cares? Who cares? It's right? Not, yeah. It's probably yeah. So there you go. Cool. I'm I'm interested to read. Yeah, that. I think you'll dig it. Jason, uh, I've got two things. Woot. Well, the first is uh, in your travels, a uh, little visit to the web, to uh, a spot that we've shouted out in the past. It's time again. Mm-hmm. Talking about humble bundle. Yes. Mm. This month's Humble Bundle book bundle, so you would go to www.humblebundle.com backslash books, uh, is the Humble Bundle Utterly Gigantic Top Cow Collection. <laughs> cool. Um, I've already ordered it. I probably have all of them. I'm sure you do. Yeah. I have owned and read very little Top Cow over the years. Um, this is a great way to get exposure to some of it on the cheap. Um, as usual, the Humble Bundle's an absurd number of comics. Um, you get, if you're willing to go the max, you know, all the way up to the, to the premium, which I think costs $11, you get, uh, Ninth Generation 1 through 5, Ninth Generation Hidden Files, number 1, Witchblade Volumes 1 through 8, Wow. Artifacts Volumes 1 through 6, Apollo 9, number 1, Artemis 9, number 1, Athena 9, number 1, Poseidon 9, number 1, Aphrodite 9, Rebirth Volumes 1 and 2, Aphrodite 9, Hidden Files Number 1, Aphrodite Cyber Force 1, Cyber Force Rebirth Volumes 1 and 2, Switch Number 1, Sunstone Volumes 1 through 3, Ninth Generation Issue Number 6, Freshman Volumes 1 and 2, Down Volume 1, Tales of Honor Volume 1, Genius Volume 1, The Tithe Volume 1, The Darkness Origins Volumes 1 through 4, Postal Volume 1, Midnight Nation Volume 1, Berserker Volume 1, The Entire Rising Stars Compendium, and they say more comics coming soon. Wow. So, for 11 bucks, people. That's crazy. If you can't find some value in that list of comics for 11 bucks, then I don't know what to tell you. So, it's a no-brainer. So, I ordered it. and uh, you know, Yeah, and, and, I think the Witch, Witch Plate alone is worth it. For sure, for sure. Now, my, my comic in your travels is a book that is probably as far afield from me in terms of target demographic as it gets in comics, um, which is why I wanted to shout it out, because if I enjoyed it as much as I did, then I got to think it's a hell of a comic, because again, I am not the target market here. Uh, I am talking about um, written by Kelly Thompson, art by Sophie Campbell, colors by Victoria Roboto. Gem and the Holograms, Volume 1. Nice. Oh, Volume 1's already out. Damn. Yeah, got it's a trade paperback by IDW, collects issues 1 through 6. 
Um, it felt like like weeks ago that I mentioned first issue. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Um, just as you noted, it's 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 uh, it, it was terrific, man. Like, what can I say? Look, I mean, it's a story about uh, a, a couple young women that are trying to make it in a in 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 the the rock and roll scene. The rock and roll scene. Um, Jerrica Benton is the the lead of the group, but the pro- she's an amazing songwriter. She's got an amazing voice, but the problem is she gets horrific stage fright. And she and her three sisters, who are not, I mean, one of them is her blood sister, but they're essentially, they, you know, they grew up together, they're best friends, are all in this band together. And, uh, if, if it were just not for her stage fright, they would, they would be a thing because when they're just practicing and she's writing her music and they're just performing together, she's transcendent. But, but every time she's in front of a crowd, she just chokes. And they've kind of had it. They've kind of got, the other ones have kind of gotten fed up because essentially, you know, it's, it's, it's been years and they, she needs to figure out a way. Uh, turns out her father passes away and she realized that her father left her something. And it turns out her father was something of a, a genius scientist. And he left her uh, inside of a lab, a pair of earrings. And those earrings turn out to be the world's biggest and most impressive holographic projectors. So she puts them on and she immediately transforms into Jim. And because she's hiding behind an image, she no longer lacks confidence. And so the, this volume is essentially introducing us to the characters as well as the, the evil group that, uh, that they're up against, their, their nemesis, their nemeses, if you will. Um, and it's, uh, it's terrific. The, 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 the far and away that the star of this book is, is Sophie Campbell. Yeah, um, that's what I was just going to say. Yeah, it's all about yeah, the art. I mean, the pop art, the graphics, the, the unbelievably bold and bright colors. The, the expressive figure work. It's just a beautiful book. Every, every page is gorgeous. And it's, I mean, there, it's, there are hundreds of colors in this book. Um, and the character designs are phenomenal. Um, and it's just, you know, it's a classic idea. You got the good girls, the holograms up against the misfits, you know, and, uh, and there's definitely some, some love triangles. There's Jem is being wooed by a reporter who's been hired to cover the misfits. And so in there, there's an upcoming battle of the bands. And so he's, He's attracted to Jim, but he's also attracted to Jerrica, and he doesn't realize they're the same person. Um, then you've got one of the sisters from the from this uh, from the holograms, uh, Kimber, who's the super tall, pale ginger. Um, she's she's in love with uh, one of the girls from the Misfits, which causes controversy. Stormer, um, and it's terrific, man. And, and all the girls have different body types. Like you know, Jerrica is is, and there's a, a no hot move in the back, which I love. Of each character, so Jerrica's like five five, but in this gem she's five eleven with this you know crazy long pink hair. You've got uh, Aja Leith who is uh, five five, and, and she's like a heavy set Asian girl with with like blue punk rock hair. You've got Sh- uh, Shanna who is five two, and and um, she's she's a black girl with purple hair, and uh, you know she's robust. She's got like a huge binocular, like big, like super big. Um, you've got Kimber who's the tall and skinny. Um, uh, guitar player. And then the misfits, you've got Pizzazz, uh, Jetta, uh, Roxy and Stormer. And, um, it's just, it's a lot of fun, man. I, I'd like to say it's just, uh, it, it, it's a book that I really had no business like, should have had no business liking. And I really did enjoy it. Um, and, uh, it, uh, DW does a nice job with this because they not only give you the six issues, but they give you back matter. They give you tons of pinups. They give you the alternate covers. um, our, our girl Sarah Richards uh, adapted a bunch of covers, all, uh, variant covers for all the issues. We get to see those. 
Um, Amanda Connor did some covers. So it's just a, a great packaging, man. I just absolutely loved it from start to finish. And, uh, I, uh, I, I think this is a book that if I, again, if I liked it, then I have, I would imagine that, um, that like, you know, young women, uh, will like go nuts for it because that's who it's geared for. I mean, it's who it's written for. So, yeah. yeah, man. So, so again, thumbs up to a little diversity in comics. Nice. Always a good thing. Yep. And you know what else is a good thing? Our, our iTunes sponsor. reviews. Yes, we already did that. <laughs> iTunes reviews. They're a very good thing. And if you would be so kind, if you enjoyed this thing, please leave us an iTunes review. Because they matter. Not to me, but they matter to, to people who notice. And that's, I guess, what we want. So thank you. Leave us an iTunes review. Come back next week. David really needs you here. We all do. Yeah. And uh, in the meantime, say goodnight. David. Good night. David. Silly. It's silly how close he gets to it. Is it not? It's uncanny. That's the way I Take a night. Bye-bye. <laughs> Peace out. Bye, y'all.